A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Throwback SC report tonight. JT joined by the one and only Wen in Rome. How's it going, champion? Champion? Uh, it's going okay, mm. mate. It's going okay. I'm quite thankful to be invited back on the uh, the podcast this year, considering how many um, absolute utter mistakes and dreadful decisions I've um, I've made this year. Well, speak for yourself. I mean, I haven't run with Dave Fafito, Zay Papali, or Brian To'o until this week. Picked up um, our boy Papali and ruined him last week, and I got the two others. In this week, so I don't know how I'm still ahead of you guys, but I clearly am. What's uh, what's been going on in the world of Wenon? Well, I'm finally bringing Turbo in this week after attempting to bring you in about three times and failing. So happy days. Attempting? Yeah, well, missing lockout twice. Oh, uh, beers, beers, and more beers. Well, speaking of, you've got you got the welder's dog cap on. I do have the welder's. You insisted. Though. Speaking of, you a insisted that we had <laughs> exactly. Not even sponsored by them, but if they're still listening, uh, I would love a carton, please. I don't think I ever got the uh, sponsorship material, mate, mm. or went to the admin. You're hanging out very strong and tough with that uh, with that hoodie as well because we did play golf this morning at uh, about 6 a.m. and it's now past 9 p.m. and that hoodie is still on. Um, have you showered? Uh, I will admit that I have not showered since yesterday morning. Oh, I had a big night. Big night last night um, at the Aussie Nash and then back here, uh, 5 o'clock start for golf and now just gotten home. Free promo. Going on. Free, anyway. free promo again, mate. Aussie Nash, come on board. <clears throat> there you go. Shout out to all my favorite establishments. All right. We've chatted enough bullshit for a couple of minutes. Classic Wenon and JT. Uh, it's not going to be a very long pod. You and I have got a fair bit going on, but it's now around 19. It's beyond the time where we need to start thinking about origin and people backing up and bubbles and players going left, right and center. Surely everything just gets easier from here on out, right? It does. Well, hopefully, um, but we are all running out of trades, aren't we? How many you got? Um, I'll have three after my two this week. Oof. So, I mean, that's not too bad. I've got two as of now. So, I've traded the uh, To'o and uh, Fafita in this week. So, I had four down to two. So, two in, what's that, seven rounds to go. That's uh, going to be tight. It is going to be tight, but um, hopefully, uh, fingers crossed for me, I'll the three to use will be one downgrade just to enough and then bringing two guns in. But we all know that uh, injuries are going to hit and uh, plenty of sides are going to be left short. Well, I think it's important now that you have genuinely okay guys backing up just in case. Mm. So the likes of Connor Watson, uh, whoever you've got as your maybe third or fourth front row forward just in case. Uh, we know those, those sort of guys, JFH, don't forget news, don't, he could be disappearing. Don't forget about my boy uh, DWZ, mate. He's uh, oh, on my bench for... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my center wing. What a quality backup he's going to be for the end of the season Weird. with the Warriors draw. Yeah, speaking of, that was you, you missing AJ. Uh, but you know what? Who's playing and who's not this week? DWZ is uh, is flying in Warriors colors. But uh, no, well done. Let's see. It's all, uh, you never know. You never know who is going to have a good run 
in the back end of the year. But as you said, there's plenty of carnage still to come. Um, seven rounds after this, it's going to be a nightmare if you don't have trades. If you have stacked them up, uh, we're going to chat a little bit later on some of the guys that you might be targeting this week, should you have the luxury of more trades than Wenner and I. But uh, maybe quick, around the grounds, mate, where are you ranked? Oh, mate, um, I don't know, top 4,000 or some shit like that. Um, having having Miss Turbo, I think, just before the buy round, really killed. Um, and um, and then, uh, the, obviously, the, the AJ and the Cody Walker um, missing that lockout probably hurt me the most more than anything. But I had a really good buy round, and last week, unfortunately, copped the Harris Injury, like a few others did, and, and sold Nico Hines a few weeks ago as well. So um, I think I finished off close to around about 1,300-ish. Um, but uh, it's all about the people's team at the moment, mate. They uh, neglected for they were neglected for about a month and a half, zero buy, buy planning. They were coming about 12,000, but they're now, what, into around close to 5,000 with, with uh, 13 trades left. So it's like... Um... The old school Tamagotchi that you forget about and it you know, finds itself in the bottom of your toy drawer. You pull it out, it's got shit piled up everywhere, but it's still alive. It's still alive and kicking. The people say so it certainly is um, very much still alive, and I am so jealous of that site. It's 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 actually really good considering. So um, the people's team did bring Dewey in last week as a bit of a, a pod move, and that worked out. Um, but yeah, mate, they're, they're flying at the moment. They've got a very strong site, so um, they've, they've got Tommy T already at the back. So it's all all guns blazing. I love it. it's a people team, but you've just been ma- messaging me. What should I do with it? Well, uh, the, so people, the people gave team. up on the team, mate, and I'm just trying to look after it as a, <laughs> as a good parent does. And um, well, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll get it out there. But I, honestly, I think it's got a genuine chance of getting in the top 1,000 just because of the trades it had, has remaining. And um, I guess the, the squad it's got. So it'll be funny anyway if that does happen because um, we spend so much time worrying about trades, buy planning, all this stuff. Literally that side was just left mm. on the side of the road for a good um, a good six weeks and, and here we go. It's going to be overtaking me very soon. Love it. Um, it's like I, I remember hearing a story from Benny G a while back who plays FPL, Fantasy Premier League, and there was some clown that started the season with some – all this, all these Liverpool players in his side, Mo Salah, left the captaincy on him, went away for like three months, uh, hadn't checked, but he was running like fourth despite having not touched his team for three months. I mean, that, that's basically the similar story. I mean, you're 6K, not top four or whatever. But uh, nonetheless, just goes to show, overthinking it. Wouldn't it be the best solution? Indeed, mate. Um, all right, so let's jump into... Um some super coach chat because I'm sure the people are over it by now. We've uh, we've been speaking for six minutes and still not giving the people what they want. So let's do it. I'm on board for another for one more week, mate. So how about we jump into the teams? Given I write the analysis every week, what do you reckon? Love it. All right. It's kind of podcast we are now. When we have sound bites for everything. Uh, mostly Cowboys related, but yeehaw. Too good. Eels versus Raiders. Not not too much going on uh, for the Eels. I'm going to skip along and move on to the Raiders. Big news there, I guess, with Jack White now. You've also got uh, Jordan Rapata um, moving to fullback. I know um, a few people relatively keen on him, um, priced at 440K. I'm sure we might talk about him a little bit later on. Uh, for the Roosters, big news is you've got James Tedesco and TKO back. Um the Tedesco fullback, that means that Joey Manu shifts out to the centres. Another guy that the people's team brought in for, uh, just after the buy round for a couple of uh, couple of weeks and now have the luxury to trade him out. And then TKO for owners um, uh, is into number 17. 
let's shift it around to the next game, uh, down to um, uh, the Knights. There's some um, some potentially some big news there. So Ponga and Clemmer both um, both been named despite failing HIAs last weekend. So. Uh, worth watching there. Connor Watson has been named at lock, and interestingly, Mitch Barnett's been named in, on the left edge. So that could um, prove to see him a pretty um, decent pod moving forward. And Watson, uh, an interesting one, but you've got Suasa Sue on the interchange, so do you think that they will um, share minutes um, and the lock position. For the Cowboys, your boys, the hammer, we've oh, just noted, mate, he's boy. gone for the rest of the season, unfortunately. So um, yet to see who's going to play fullback there. Um, but you've got Javid Bowen also out for the year as well. So... Um, poor old Cowboys, and they're up against the mighty Storm this week. We finally welcome back Brian mm. Patton, who's in an um, interesting to see what's going to happen there. At the moment, his name's in the number 17 jersey, but Nico Hines will, I think, likely probably shift into the, the Haas because Cameron Munster is also out. He's been rested, and that would see Cooper Johns leave the first side. Can I just say, you've messaged me twice today. The first thing was Corey Jensen, question mark. Uh, I had no idea, but he's departed to you guys. And then the second one was something like the hammer, lol. So I get all my Cowboys news from you. How depressing is that? I'm doing actual work and you're filling me in on all the goings-on and not great so goings-on of the, the Cowboys. But nonetheless, there you go. Thank you for filling me in. I'm just craving some Cowboy attention. <laughs> we had enough over the weekend, mate. Gave you enough love, love to last a lifetime. Anyway, continue. Yeah, let's heath it up. All right, let's move along to the Rabbitohs versus the Warriors. Uh, not too much really happening there from a super coach. Well, yes, there is, obviously, because you've got Alex Johnson out, and that's going to be something we're going to talk about. We've got Latrell Mitchell in, which is um, uh, could be a bit of an option going forward for some people. Enjoy Arrow returns onto the bench for the Warriors. Massive news here with uh, our boy, boy. Uh, Harris, who I owned uh, for, I think, about three weeks and um, enjoyed scores of 20 and a 6 uh, for that. So I absolutely destroyed him. Sorry, everybody. Um, <laughs> you've also got RTS out and Rocco Berry, too, missing, and Wade Egan will be missing the rest of the season um, with a, um, I think it's a, well, some sort of injury, but he's out, maybe a shoulder. He's gone for the year anyway. And that's going to see uh, plenty of changes for the Warriors, um, but one on... Play I'm pretty keen on now and thinking about is Reese Walsh um, because with that Warriors draw, kind of opens up for him. And I think honestly, it's between him and Ponga for the run home for the fullbacks you probably, you probably want to have. Another player that I'm going to talk about a little bit later on is old Jazz Hands Tavanga. Um, he mm. slips into the hooking position right now, available also at second row. Um, and he could likely play some pretty big minutes of hooker for the rest of the season with uh, Wade Egan out. So that's an interesting one for people to pay attention to, I think. Seagulls, you've got the mighty Turbo back. Um, that's huge news. You've also got Daly Cherry Evans, uh, the Queensland captain, um, step back into the site out. So you've got Kyle Lawden, who people have, um, I know we're jumping on a few weeks ago, but he needs to get shifted out. With Tom Jabojevic back, that means Ruben Garrick shifts to the wing and could uh, be happy days for him. And also Jason Saab, who has had a couple of quiet weeks. Uh, for the Tigers, no changes there at all, so we can move along. Um, for the Panthers, you've got Jerome Luai back, which is... Um, potentially earlier than ex- expected. That sees Matt Burton shift to the Senators, um, which is probably a good thing for his super coach output, given that Tyrone Mays has been completely dominating the ball for the Panthers over the past couple of weeks. For the Broncos, um, nothing really there to talk about, just that TPJ, um, and he also signs his name, TPJ. I don't know if you yeah. saw the, the contract yeah. that, uh, that I'd yeah. sent to you today, which is amazing. But um, I did. Pretty funny. Sure, eh? got to be a G up. Maybe that's, be maybe that's as, far, as far as his English goes. Um, he can spell. He can spell. So there you go. You can. Credit to him. Anyway, so he's going to the Panthers for a little stint and then to the Bulldogs next year. So 
I still hold TPJ, so I've, um, I'm quite excited to see what the next uh, few weeks will hold while James uh, Fisher-Harris is out of the bubble. be interesting. Dragons versus the Titans, shitloads of in and outs there, but I'm not going to talk to any of them. The Titans, same, not too interested them. You've got Mazu back, but um, who really cares? Um, Bulldogs, don't care. Sharks, um, I don't care either. Not much. That's the teams. There you go. <laughs> the amount of I don't cares. Um, just what you said, you moved off the Titans and said you don't care. I was with uh, our mate Sparky at lunch today, and he brought in Greg Mazu, the artist formerly known as Lele Salo, <laughs> as, as a beloved Titans fan. Uh, there you go. So he reckons he sees something uh, for some reason in Maju. It's funny, every time he asks me for my advice and then I give it to him and, and the one chance it fails, I'll never hear the end of it. That's classic classic super coach advice. Mm. Anyway, good teams analysis, mate. Thanks, uh, mate. Clearly done your job well. Let's move on to, uh, I think we're just going to keep it simple on this pod, right? We're going to talk through the top 10 trade-ins and trade-outs and then at the end we'll talk about anyone that's not on that list that we are thinking of. So let's take a quick break and then come back into that analysis. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Alrighty, home stretch of our pretty short and sharp pod, JT and Wen in here. We're going to go through the top 10 trade outs, and I think a lot of these speak for themselves, so a lot of them are injury-related. We probably don't need to go into a huge uh, bit of deal for these guys, but Tohu Harris, number one, obviously, uh, horrible news for anyone that bought him in. Uh, as you and I did for that bye week, it's just not worked out, but... Uh, Unfortunate six to nine months, that's rough timing for him. Uh, for Supercoach, it means a lot of cash on your sideline, so clear that out as soon as possible. Next one, Alex Johnson. This is an interesting one, mate, because 700-odd K, a lot of cash sitting on the sideline, but could only miss two weeks. So it could be back as early as round 21. And the Bunnies, we know like to finish pretty strong. Wayne has them peaking at the right time. Uh, I know that the temptation is there, and I'm getting rid of him this week for To'o. Uh, it's just to fill a gap I've got in my side. Uh, but what would you be doing with him? Say if you've got pretty four quality center wings around there, is it a good move, pod move almost, to hold him? Look, I was thinking that until I look, looked at the Rabbitohs draw, and the way I see it is if he misses the two weeks, he returns in time for the Titans game, which is fantastic. However, if he's out for the full month, then it's welcome back game against the Panthers and the Roosters. Um, so mm. the, the Rabbitohs don't have the greatest draw coming for, going forward, and... Um, you know, I think that it's a lot of money to sit on your bench for potentially two games. So they play the Titans and the Dragons, um, and I'm going to use that cash this week so I can upgrade to, to Turbo. Yeah. I mean, if you've got the luxury of having 
four quality guys there. You can play AJ then on matchups. Obviously, you avoid the Bunnies haven't been great against some of the better teams of the comp there. But you've got Josh Mansell who's filling in for him. Obviously, a quality um, player in his own right. So the fact that they don't have some you know two-game rookie filling that spot there at crunch time suggests they probably will take the cautionary route, particularly given AJ's history with hamstrings. But I don't know. I think if you don't have to make the move, you've got quality center wings. I reckon it's almost a pod move given the amount of trades we're seeing. But um, it really does depend on your makeup of your side, I think. I, I, I don't disagree as well. The only thing I'd say there is, is I guess the option is elsewhere is to enough somebody else to generate some cash that you need for like a turbo. If you don't know, people are going to need a Ponger or a Pappy. Um, and there's also Cleary coming back too. Um, so if you think about it like that, um, you could nuff out Harris, right, as an example. But then for, yeah. to get the same amount of cash, if not more, you can go AJ down to somebody like a Nofo. And then with the, the Tigers draw they've got coming up, you're effectively trading to a guy you can almost play every week, center wing, cover, and could pro- potentially outscore AJ for those two weeks. Yep. Uh, very interesting plays. So much cash uh, in AJ's bank balance there. Uh, down, moving down the list, so Carl Lawton, number three, no real questions there. He's out injured, so I don't see any problem with clearing the decks. Um, Joseph Suwali, he's number six as well. Injury, Bailey Simonson gone as well. Valentine Holmes, uh, he was looking an okay play, but I think with that um, shoulder issue being quite severe, that's probably a, a decent shot getting rid of him. And then RTS, uh, he's only gone for the week, you would think, with a uh, that concussion from last week. But given he's on the wing, probably not a show for Supercoach. So some of the guys in and around this list, maybe we'll talk about them. Number four, Jaden Braley. Uh, I think I know who they're trading him to, and that's uh, Reed Marnie, number one on the next list. But Jaden Braley has fallen a little bit away since he had a pretty good start to the year. I think it's it's more a reflection of the hooker position, though. Um, outside of a guy like Brandon Smith, who's been there consistently, and Reed Marnie at the start of the year, uh, there's really not been that big of a gap between the best and the worst. No, I think at the minute, Braley, Braley is doing his job, but I would not be playing him week to week he's a backup option at best look i think that's actually a pretty poor trade to be honest to to do that if you look at um um the knights run home after the the roosters they've got the raiders they got they play the broncos twice and that's just free money right you got the sharks mm. bulldogs and the titans like that, that is an unbelievable final draw hopefully you've also got ponga fit and firing um, you just got to remember to what bradley was doing um earlier in the year and i, I just think that it's it's pretty just a bit of a um, I wouldn't say a sideways trade, but it's a it's a trade that I think could be used elsewhere. Um, I can see Braley really hitting form towards the, f- the finish of this of the season, whereas some of the other hookers available, um, they've got some really tough draws ahead. So um, yeah, I, I would be just sticking fat with him. The only hooker that I'd be thinking about bringing in at all would be um, uh, would be Smith mm. or Marnie. Maybe we'll talk about him before we get into. He's number one, so he had a, a big week last week against the Titans on his return. Horrible timing. I think he missed out on an origin pay packet of like 50K, a bonus that would have been triggered. So rough luck for him timing-wise, but he started with a bang uh, after missing about six weeks. Uh, a lot of that, you've got to say, it's the Titans, and they fell off a lot of tackles um, in this game. So he found attacking stats quite easily. Whether you see that happening long-term, it's uh, chasing last week's points for mine, and it doesn't sound like you disagree. No, good old Moni. Um, he's... Uh, oh. Um, the the Eels have a horrific draw coming up and, and I actually was looking at that trade for the people's team this week but after this week they play uh, the Roosters they play the Souths uh, they got two relatively easy games or one against the Cowboys and then the Seagulls and then they finish the season yeah. against the Storm and Penrith 
So if you think about what the Eels have played against so far, they've played the, the Storm in round two, and outside of that, it's been pretty much smooth sailing apart from the uh, uh, the Roosters in round nine where he scored 33. So against some top four sides, he scores so far this year was in round two against the Storm was 82. Um, against uh, the Roosters in round nine, it was 33, and then against uh, the Rabbitohs in round 12, it was 56. So I'm, I'm going to avoid him. Over the past couple of weeks, he's had a depleted night side and then had the Titans as well. So uh, everyone's going to score big against the Titans um, at the moment with their leaky defense. So um, I'm a bit shocked with that, but it's to me, it's definitely chasing last week's points. I would avoid him um, and keep Rayleigh. That would be uh, what I'd be doing. Yeah, average is almost one try assist a game. But as you said, the run has been soft. Yeah, very soft. Best. So whether they can keep that up, as Parramatta tend to do, uh, they disappoint their fans uh, probably more than Cowboys and Broncos do. But, uh, yeah, I'd see that being a little bit of a, a yeah luxury trade. I don't know if I could see those sort of points like last week keeping on. So interesting one. Uh, next on the, the trade outs, this bloke is uh, number five, Mitch Moses. So halfback. Uh, unless you're trading him, I know Jerome Hughes picked up a bit of a calf issue last week. He'd be the only one I can see filling him in for in that half spot. I think, as you said, the Parramatta's run gets horrible from here on in. So I don't does. really he's, see an issue with he's that. He's also got a broken back and he's out. So um, I, I have no issues with that trade. And I think you can probably switch him to like a, a Dewey as well because you, you've got a dual position player likely in that 5-8 uh, role like a Sean Johnson. Cool. Let's keep Dewey uh, cool for the minute. Jason Saab, number nine, trade out. Why would you trade him out when his uh, best mate, best partner in crime, Tommy Turbo's back? It's a, Surely it's a ca- ton Saab from now. It's a cash thing, definitely, but they've got a really easy draw ahead as well. So you can you can absolutely, particularly if you're holding on to an, an Alex Johnson, I think that he's a player you can play over the next couple of weeks and hopefully AJ's back for round 21 when they play the Storm and you just flip between the two. Then they've got the, uh, the Eels after that, but from round 23 to round 25, um, his ownership, I think, is going to drop quite a bit. Um, what it's sitting at the moment, um, 22%, which is way down of where it was at one point in time. I think that's probably going to be down close to about 15%. And then you mm-hmm. take into account all the ghost teams that are out there at the moment. He, he could be potentially a bit of a pod play that you could have the final three games where they come up against the, the Raiders, the Bulldogs, and the Cowboys. Yep. No, I agree. It's a, it's a great run. We saw what he was doing before Turbo went out for Origin and all that. Like, it's just he they absolutely just share points around that back three. So I'd be very hesitant if I did own Saab. I know it's a very rage tradey kind of thing. He was terrible for two weeks. But the uh, the god has returned, basically. So but he's, he's, always, he's always been terrible the whole year um, without Turbo. So if you've held him this long, you know, keep holding. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, so in terms of my trade-outs this week, I've gone Tohu and AJ, uh, I think, for the various reasons we spoke about. What have you gone? This week, my trade-outs? Yep. Uh, I actually forget because I've done them and locked them a lot. So let me go quickly have a look. I'm sure we're going to get it. Uh, AJ, sorry. I'm, I'm trading out AJ to Nofo. And then the other player that I'm trading out, unfortunately, is Will Kennedy, who faces the Bulldogs this week. One of the games is holding for. But if there's an opportunity to bring uh, Tommy Tavoyevic in, um, even, you know, you're looking at 200 versus maybe 100. So lock it in. Mm. I didn't mind the play for Will Kennedy when you made it. I thought he, given the start of the year that he had and the fact that Sharks had a decent run over the origin period would have led to a few bigger scores, but he's just sort of come back a little bit. Yeah, massively disappointing. I'm pretty sure he had a try assist or something last week that got taken off him too because when I j- checked his scores after the game, he was on about 60-odd and then he ended up with about 40-something. So obviously lost a few points. You didn't just abuse Tommy Sangster on Twitter like the rest of the uh, the crew. 
No, mate. <laughs> Live and learn. There you go. Trade-ins, let's talk top 10. Uh, Reed Martin, we've spoken about. Number two, Payne Haas. I like this one. Um, a try assist, I think it was, last week, or just a lot of minutes, but he performed very well. Is he back? He's not getting the minutes he once was, but do you see him as a Broncos lover, uh, as someone that you need to get into your front row for the run home? No, I think it's a luxury trade, to be honest. Uh, I'd say over the last couple of weeks, he's had a line break, two try assists. Um, his minutes are hovering around the 64. He's actually played 64 for the past three mm. weeks. So he's not a player that I'm um, that I'm looking to bring in. I, I think that um, you've got – I'm happy to carry TBJ because I reckon he'll go close to averaging near what Pass will do for Haas will do for the rest of the season. People, A lot of people carry um, Lodge, just hold on to him. You've obviously got Papali there as well. That's fine. Um, I, I think if with all, I mean, we're going to have three. I'm going to have three trades after this week. You're going to have two. People are going to be the same. Yep. You can't spend them on front row forwards right now. You've got to be bringing the gun fullbacks, the gun halves, and that's those center wings, or even really investing into the second row that you um, that, that has that high up, upside. So I'm talking about like an Angus Crichton, Ryan um, Madison, those kind of guys that can um, that really, you know, score you 150. Haas doesn't have that in him. Hmm. No, he was premier front row forward for a long time there when he was playing nearly 80 minutes a week. And yeah. I think that now he's just fallen back. But he didn't crack a ton. So, um, like, hmm. 80, 90 is not going to make you a difference this year. And then his ownership's going to go right up. Um, and, and I just think that you need to be saving your trades and using them for others because people will be what moving, say, like a lodge onto him or I've still got a, um, a Tino as well. So I don't see the value in the trade. No, neither. So agreed. Number three, a guy you just spoke about, Ryan Madison. So big week for him, big bounce back week. He's been floating around 40, 50 points uh, in a lot of his games over the last couple of months. So finally got a bit of ball, uh, scored a try, set up another, uh, was back in offloading form. I think he had five or six. So it was great to see as a Matto holder right the way through. Um, yeah, I don't know whether it's, again, that Titans game and a lot of attacking play as it tends to happen against the Titans. But beyond that, He's probably not going to be as affected by that run the Parramatta side has as compared to that backline player or a half. But I think, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, again, it, it's hard to say unless you see what people's second row looks like, but it's a pretty congested field. I don't know whether one week, if I didn't own Maddo, would be ringing alarm bells saying I needed to bring him in. But uh, clearly, 2,000 people are doing it. What do you reckon? So the past two weeks, he's had 75 and 71 minutes, um, kind of coinciding with the fact that the uh, that the Eels are carrying utility on the bench. I think Will Smith's been named there again this week. Um, so bigger minutes there. Good news for Maddo. Round 16 versus, the, versus Penrith, he did score 70 points. So um, 135, of course, against um, the Titans last week. But I see him being a relatively good upside player this year and, and, and it's still a very affordable price at 550 So if I didn't own him, he'd probably be my top um, second row target this week. Okay, well, fair enough. Uh, one person's traded him out for Vili Kikau. So there you go. Looking at trade-ins, a lot of Tohu Harris owners. So yeah, fair enough. Makes sense. Um, probably the best shout if you don't already have like a Dave Fafita there. So no, don't mind that. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see a bit more consistency from Matto. I think it tends to be an ebb and flow between him and Papa Lee. So last week, Papa Lee was off the field for about 25 minutes, I think it was, through either just getting rested or getting that... Uh, penalty substitution so uh when that happens it means Maddo generally gets more minutes so anyway i own both of them now so hopefully they can share it around a little bit and, more. and i actually did make a mistake then so looking down the list um Maddo would absolutely not be my top target for a second row it's got to be day for feeder but um given that i've already got him it's a bit of bias there 
most smart people do. I am just catching up. <laughs> Number four, I really like uh, this one because I know you've been hot on him for basically the entire year. Um, I think you got on him quite early in his run when he was flying under the radar. Still, maybe. Uh, Adam Dewey. Love him. The Tigers Love back him. at half, well, back at six where he belongs and showed last week against an absolutely rubbish team just what he can do, five try assists. Mm. Um, Tigers, I think the run gets a little bit softer for them. Oh, massive. So you'd like to think based on that they need to get on a roll big way and Adam Dewey could provide it. Yeah, mate, absolutely. So I think I traded him in um, looking at the his scores where he went big. I think it was for round four. For round nine, um, so 141 is scored against the Titans and then 114. And then it kind of all went a little bit pear-shaped because, unfortunately, that's when Maj decided to shift him out to the centres, uh, ended with a, a um, nine-point game in round 14, uh, which broke my heart because that was also the same week that I was meant to trade him to, to Cody Walker. So that ended in absolute tears. Anyway, the past couple of weeks have been much better with 97, 154. Last week moved to 5'8". Um, he's averaged, I think, close to 88 this year when playing at 5'8", so it's a massive difference. And um, to finish mm. the year, um, after Manly, they got the Warriors, they got the Bulldogs twice, and then the old boys, Yeehaw, Points Galore, and then the Sharks. Um, so for me, he's a great option. I really love the fact as well he's dual position, and, and, and why that's really important is that um, – you know, you, you can still you can trade him into fullback now with the thought that you can still get one of those really top guys, which is the which is the thought process behind the um, the people's team trade last week. So I'll look to um, probably trade Matt Burton to a, a Ponga this week or next week via um, uh, via Dewey. So plenty of options there. I love it. The price is great. Break even negative forty though. So now's the time to get on. I agree. Uh, I think if you've got a guy like Sean Johnson at 5'8", he has not set the world on fire, uh, to say the least. He's had a couple of 70s, but really hasn't kicked on as we expected when he came back there. And I think a lot of that recently is coinciding with Braden Trindle being there. Takes the goal kicking off SJ. Um, Also getting a few more assists. So within the last three weeks, SJ has had none. And that's despite playing Broncos, Warriors and Raiders over that time. So I know SJ has the dogs this week, but I think if you could fit in a guy like Dewey, and this is obviously pending luck, it's a luxury trade because SJ is still a serviceable player, not an emergency trader. I think if you had the trades, I would love a Dewey to SJ yep. move. I love it, mate. I reckon that's a great call um, and something that I didn't have didn't think about. But um, unfortunately, the, 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 the turbo is the, um, the must trade in for me this week. But if you've already got that locked in, that looks like a fantastic move. But I'll tell you what, um, the Dewey uh, will probably be one of the first players traded in for me, or brought into my side next year, I'd say, because hopefully he'll be dual positioned, 5'8", centre wing. Um, and, Not true. And as a centre wing, if he's playing 5'8", um, playing then you're looking at potentially like an 80 to 90 average player. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Number five, Tommy Turbo, the guy you just spoke about. I uh, see no real reason to dispute bringing him in despite the price tag. He is worth uh, every cent, not quite a million yet, but I'm sure that might be the case after this round. So I don't think we need to talk any further about him. Had a rest last week. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed, no hamstring issues to clear the year out. So I'd love well, uh, you just need Tommy Turbo in. You need him and he's a, a game changer. But let's move along to the, one of the guys that you have brought in this week because I'm, I'm interested to have a little bit of discussion about this and, and to think potentially why you're doing it and maybe um, – uh, what the other options are you have um, if you don't trade him in. So maybe just talking through. So we're talking about Brian To'o. Um, you're mm. putting him on this week. What's the reason why? I hate watching games that he's involved in. 
I have done it all year and I death ride this CNX Tuesday and he scores every time. Uh, like, or just bust 500 tackles even if he doesn't score. He shits points for breakfast. Like, it's just ridiculous. And he gets the ball in his hands and that's the biggest thing you want out of a centre cent- wing. Uh, so I've had to sit idly by and death ride him all season. He hasn't gone ballistic. And I don't think that's, you know, he's not scoring tons left, right and centre. Has the potential to, but I think for a guy that's just... Um, on a, a bad day hitting 60, um, goes without question, uh, he needs to come into my side. And again, it's a, more at the point now where I'm not um, trying to pot up or do anything too cute, still sitting at 2K, could uh, punch up to the, the 1,000 mark, but I just don't want to miss out on his points. I think if Cleary comes back, even without him, like it's the base that does it for it's me. It's the base, but I, I think, see a lot of upside. I would be going up. I'd be going elsewhere, mate, for some upside. And the reason is that after the Broncos, they've got the Storm, they've got the Roosters, they've also played South, and they also play the Eels. So the Panthers have, have had a pretty good run this season. Um, who knows what's going to be happening with Cleary too? I don't know. For me, I, I would. I would probably if I didn't own him, um, I might avoid him and go for. Um, a couple of the other um, upside centre wings, like um, you're looking at like a, a an Addo Car or something with the the run that the Storm had. You could be playing him in the games that um, that you you don't have an Alex at Johnston. I don't know. I think there's other options there at the the centre wing position for me. Um, or I would probably be considering uh, making a trade elsewhere. So doing exactly what you just said about Dewey, making that move instead. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just I'm there to cancel out this sort of matchup play. And I just, it honestly is so stressful watching Brian Toe. Now I can finally enjoy him. I'm just, I'm not about pod plays. Adokar, he's a guy I seem to have found in my side at one point every single year. Um, but again, he's just hot and cold. There's some games where the storm tail up and he doesn't score. It's just bizarre. Like obviously he's got a very easy matchup this week. So if I was to bring him in, great shout. But I don't know. He's just very untrustworthy. But um, no, I like your uh, outside the box thinking, mate. I look forward to that blowing up in your face. But anyway, <laughs> um, number seven, Nico Hines. Weird traded. Very uh, weird. Not sure what's going on there. Yeah. I think as good as he is and as good as he has been going, um, you just don't know what the uh, future holds for him given Pappenhausen is back. How long they'll keep him on the bench? I, I really don't know what the go is, but I think it's too much too much risk at this stage, despite the great matchup. If you had trades to trade him back out in a few weeks, if that's the case and he gets moved to utility, then, yep, sure. But otherwise, uh, steer clear. Dave Fafida, again, like a Brian Toto, I think, uh, guy that people probably need in their sides just because highly owned, has potential to go large. Um, Weird, though, like he's – I haven't owned him all year and there's been stages, like mostly first halves, where I look at him and go, he's set for 150 and then for whatever reason, whether it's getting sin-binned, throwing some penalties, or just getting uninvolved in second halves, he's just held back. So he's still 656K, so it's still a pretty hefty price tag. But I don't think he's set the world on fire. I think he's the guy to round out your second row with. But I don't know. Do you reckon he's premier in that position this year? Yeah, I do. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But the, the thing is, the ceiling could be so much higher. And that's, that's his problem, I guess. But now, anyway, I'm uh, hoping gets the head screwed on. Titans get on a bit of a roll. Well, this, uh, Matt, he could have been on 100 last week and he got um, he got dropped midway through the game. Uh, he could have, and then he had a try denied in the, the back end. I think we were at dinner at Hope Island and Wilford uh, did the early crow and the uh, try got called off, so unlucky Wilf. Um, number nine, Jerome Hughes, half play. Um, just keep an eye on teamless, I would say. Um yeah, solid play to close the year out. But uh, if you can hold off and maybe find the money for Cleary 
I think that would be the play. But if your halves need repairing, Hughes would be your guy. And finally, Angus Crichton. So got through the origin period unscathed. Annoyingly, named on the bench last week, just given he was backing up, and scores a try against my team. So, yep, fantastic. Could have seen that one coming a mile away. Anyone not on this list that you want to chat about? Yeah, two players, mate. The first one is Jazz Tavanga. So I raised him a little bit earlier. So he's starting at hooker this week. Uh, with Egan out, and I can't see anybody on the bench unless you can tell me there is who's going to take minutes off him. Last week paid 80 minutes um, at the lock uh, position uh, or was named at lock for 76 minutes. Last year was just amazing in those big um, games, finished the year with a PPM of 1.32. Um, he, he is finished the year with 1.32, not the, the game. So he's, yeah, he's someone that I think at that price of 415K, you can easily downgrade a tohu to him. Write him out if you got um, Smith at hooker. Flip those two between um, moving him around. You're going to have some some fantastic dual position coverage there and some a bit of a safety net for the year. So he's a player that that I think is um, is absolutely um, on the on the radar. And the other guy I quickly want to talk about, and this is um, just because of of their draw um, coming ahead, but um, Luciano Leilua I think needs to be considered in the second row as well. Price of 474k. Um, Past two games, he's got scores of 64 and 69, and then um, Lel, and then the uh, Tigers huh. have got uh, ahead. We've already said what their draw is, but they played the Warriors, they played the Bulldogs twice, they've got the Cowboys, and they've also got the Sharks in amongst that with the uh, Sea Eagles and the Panthers. So for me, at that price range, a very easy trade to a Toe Harris and exceptionally low ownership as well. He's a player that can can absolutely turn up. Um, and, and I'm, I'm thinking that he's a player that could emerge as being one of the top second row forwards to finish the year. Don't mind it. I mean, I, I think in your position, if you're trying to go for some pods and um, not just cancel other teams out, I think I like them. I like the the faith in the Tigers after one win uh, against the might of the Broncos. But uh, no, Luciano is definitely an upside player. So I don't mind that uh, at all. Maybe finally, uh, you mentioned Reese Walsh this week over Kalen Ponga. Um, obviously a bit of concern now with Ponga and his head knock. I did hear a rumour that he he didn't fail his HIO last week. They just didn't bother putting him back on because the game was already over. So uh, the thing is with him, though, he's seen we've seen time and again he gets uh, very just gently bumped and goes off the field. It's a it's a concern despite the, the run home. So are you willing to forgive or avoid just thinking about that risk for Ponga's run home? Because we were talking about it with Lakey last week on the podcast that never aired. Um, he's obviously a big fan, but even I can't object to his run home. I think uh, it, it is solid. It's worth the risk, mate. I think it absolutely is, particularly for those that are holding like a Gutho at the moment, which I am. It's going to be a sideways trade. Um, yeah. No cash needed. You don't need to downgrade. Whereas if you're looking at like a Pappy or something like that, you're going to have to burn another trade to get the cash to, to get him in. And then who knows what happens with Pappy. He's the same um, head knock kind of considerations um, and you've also got Nico Hind there is in outstanding form this year so they can easily just rest him uh, for the remainder of the season and Tedesco's has been so up and down um, and he just looks like he's lost a little bit of speed as well so Ponga for me is clearly the second with that run um, the Broncos twice Bulldogs um, Titans I mean man that's just delicious um, and then outside of that the reason why I'm saying Reese Walsh is if you look at his run home um, and he has the goal kick at the moment, albeit that there's a couple of guys in there that could steal it in Townsend and Nicarima. But um, mm. they do play the Bulldogs. They do play the um, the Broncos. They do play the Titans, and they've got the Raiders, man. So I'm pretty keen on um, Reese Walsh as a bit of a, 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 
an option over them um, and at a very affordable price too. Um, he can turn up, he can do more than that. And with RTS out of the side as well, um, you know, all things to me suggest that um, he's going to be one of the, the, the top four fullbacks to finish the season. I know. don't mind that at all. I think given I'm on two trades, I have thought about making one of them uh, Gutho to Ponga. But I think given we know how uh, volatile this game can be and how injuries, suspensions, um, people breaking COVID rules can just throw your team into disarray, I think almost need to keep those two as emergencies. So if Gutho's on the field, maybe I'll just run with him uh, despite the run. So we'll see. It's an interesting time of year though, Wenin. It's good to have you on. The words of wisdom, the guy that does uh, more research than anyone else I know. You didn't laugh. <laughs> you didn't laugh. Because I, I do the bare minimum, but I get by, mate. <laughs> oh, mate, isn't that right? The less you think about it, the Kirk up, you know, of the Kirk ups of the world are yeah. the ones that uh, tend to do well at this game. But uh, in any case, it's a good time of year. Whether you're gearing up for top 100, top 1K, top 10, whatever it might be, head-to-head, uh, it's a fun time of super coaching. That's all for tonight. Pretty abridged podcast. It's usually about midnight by the time I finish these with Lakey. You are. You are. But... Mm. Um, Thanks for having me back on, mate. Lakey will be back on board next week, and I'm sure that you'll uh, you get straight back into those longer ones. So it's been fun. Thank you. Certainly will. Love it, Wenon. Keep safe. Keep good looking and uh, enjoy. And I'll see you tomorrow, mate. Are you in the office? You can bring my charger this time. Oh, Jesus. Uh, see you later. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.